You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. Good morning. Good morning, church. Some of you may be wondering, who is David Johnson? Some of you may know me only by the name of Mirabelle's boyfriend. That's <laughs> uh, that might clear up the air a little bit. If you don't know me as David, I would love to get to know you after the service. I'm a townie, and I know it's hard to believe, but the U of I is only the second school that I've ever been to. Uh, every other year of my education was at a school here in town called Judah Christian. I'm sure some, if not all of you, have heard about it because several current iLifers have either been there have graduated from there or been there during some point of their education. To say Judah had a profound impact on my life is an understatement. I know a private Christian school isn't for everyone, but in retrospect, I now know it is, it is the exact place God wanted me. I grew up in a Christian world. I was a Christian, my school was Christian, my family was Christian, and my friends were Christian. The cornerstone of my life was Christianity, but note that it wasn't Jesus. Being constantly surrounded by Christian teaching and values has an odd way of creating apathy in the heart of a believer. My Bible teacher in high school, Mr. Happy Davis, described it this way. (laughs) The hardest 12 inches to conquer in faith is the distance between your head and your heart. This is a reminder to understand that there's a difference between knowing Christ and having the cornerstone of your life be Christ. I remember specifically when I was in about third grade, my parents taught a confirmation class for eighth graders. And if you don't know, confirmation for my denomination, Presbyterians, is basically foundations class for iLife. Very similar. And I visited that class once. They were talking, (laughs) sorry. They were talking about the prodigal son and how it's a great image of how God will treat us when we come running back to him. I think my response to this situation as a third grader sums up what has been the greatest struggle of mine as a believer. I was like, pshh. How can these guys not know this stuff? I know so much more than them. I even asked my parents to quiz me after the class, and they asked me some random details of the story, and I nailed them. I was so proud that I knew more than those eighth graders. I could tell you about a vast majority of the stories of the Bible, and probably still could. The details, the meaning, and the applications. The caveat was this. I could not get over my pride enough to understand that what God wanted from me was to conquer the 12 inches of pride between my head and my heart. God wanted me not just to know about this Jesus and the stories that come from his word, but to understand how each of those stories make up the grand story of redemption and reconciliation through Christ for all humankind and for my broken and prideful heart. As I said, being in a place where it is easy to put the knowledge of Christ in place of your relationship with Christ and equating them as the same thing makes this hard to come by, hard to come to this realization. After a great conversation with one of my mentors last semester, I had an understanding that so much of my life had been lived without Christ at the center. Pride had blinded me to the point where my knowledge had become my God, and I missed the innumerable blessings that come when I put Jesus at the center of my life. I took that moment as my chance to start fresh with Christ. Obviously, I haven't learned how to conquer those 12 inches entirely yet, but God's hand is working in my life to cut down my pride and help me to bridge that gap between knowing who Christ is and having him be on the throne of my heart. As I look back on my life, I can see ways that God had already been trying to do this. 
And one of the most drastic ways that God acted was in my junior year of high school when I was the good old student council president. Let me set the stage. Uh, the previous year's elections were quite heated. Uh, well, <laughs> as heated as they can get at a Christian school. I was a driven young boy, driven by the pride of knowing that I could beat out the senior class to be the highest student position in the school. In my mind, it was a fantasy I always wanted, being the leader of the school, well-respected in my position and my vastly superior faith. That's, that's a big deal in a Christian school, trust me. And in a position that people sought after. It didn't take me long to realize that the position was more than just a title. It took work, service, leadership, maturity, and responsibility. And as you can probably tell from my description, I was not ready for this at all. I was all walk and no talk. Or sorry, all talk and no walk. My bad. This is probably one of the toughest stories for me to recount from that year. One of the best student council organized service projects that we did the year before mine was a high school-wide Operation Christmas Child. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that. We did a gift wrapping over the lunch hour. It was so well run over the previous year, almost every student got to make a box in the high school. This means that there were probably like 120 boxes made in a small high school. My year was a different story entirely. I had the intentions to make it amazing again, but I definitely did not have the same determination and passion from the Lord as my predecessor. I procrastinated and was flimsy in my leadership, and the result of that was we sent out a handful, quite literally, it was like two boxes made by some students trying to save my butt. Even talking about it now makes my heart hurt a little bit for the person that I was. Honestly, my failure that year, both for student council and for the school, pinnacled by that Christmas, Operation Christmas Child moment, took a blow to my pride. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction, destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. I think this was a real turning point that God used for me. He humbled me and tore me down. In the moment, I was hurt and broken at my own failures. But God has raised me up, teaching that his mercies are new every morning and that his grace extends to the most broken people. God raised me up and broke through a little more of my 12 inches that year. If my story resonated with you at all, I would encourage you to find out what in your life is making those 12 inches really hard to conquer. I'll end with a verse from Psalms that I prayed to help me discover what my 12 inches were. Psalm 139, 23 through 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. I'm David, and that's a part of my story. <laughs>